Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. And I was just freezing. I mean, I was just thinking. Welcome to the first day of December. It's a balmy 26 degrees here. Yes, I wish that were Celsius. But it's not. It's very, very Fahrenheit. It will get much colder here. There will be days that I will be happy that it makes it to 26 degrees. Probably somewhere around the end of January, beginning of February. But that day ain't today. So it still feels cold because it is. So taking the girlfriend out here for a little walk so she can do her duty or duties. We may have duty number one happening pretty soon here. Over there. No, we just went to sniff that leaf. Fair enough. All right. So, I have news. As I always say, I will come back when I have something to say. And I have something to say. So, I should be back to some light running in about a week. So, for those of you who follow me on Strava or Garmin Connect, you should be seeing the word run after my activity about a week from today. So, looking forward to it. It's going to be some light running. I was given the okay for some light running. So, that's what we'll do. And we'll do more in-depth running in two weeks. Which is what I thought I was going to have to wait. So, happy to hear. I do not need to wait that long. So, there you go. So, the plan is still to do Myrtle Beach Marathon on March the 5th. So, got the vacation time all put in. So, if things go well, go as planned. They didn't for the last vacation, so you know, you never know. But if they do, then the lovely Mrs. Daly, Reagan Daly, and myself, hopping in a car on Thursday driving down to the race seeing what's what and then after the race is over we're going to make a four hour drive to Savannah and spend some time lovely Savannah, Georgia that my wife literally flew over yesterday. We have a truck coming up behind us, so we'll have some noise pretty soon. 
unless they're turning into my neighbor's place, which is possible. My neighbor, actually both my neighbors are truck drivers. So I get very used to seeing large vehicles zipping by. Well, that's pretty. He's pretty. Hang on here, guys. Let's do a Castillo. Hang on, Hang on pup. This, this is picture worthy. This is picture worthy. There we go. Let's go back. Then we're back. Put my glove back on. This wild is picture worthy. Still not warm. Alright. And there we go. And we'll see what we get it or not. So we have some nice reddish colored, actually pinkish color clouds that are being reflected on by the sun. So very pretty, very, very pretty, so there it is. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, so so the plan right now is, you know, head down to Myrtle Beach, run a marathon, check off South Carolina, finally. And then take some time to go to my wife and I's favorite place on the planet right now, which is Savannah, Georgia. Um, so... So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, it should be fun. Should be fun. Ah, here comes traffic. Here comes some traffic. Out of the road. Out of the road, dear, because they'll come they'll come quick. There they go. Not looking for you darting in the middle of the road at this time in the morning. So, I, of course, am talking to the dog, not you. I'm sure people are not looking for you to dart into the middle of the road early in the morning as well. So it's probably a true statement no matter who I'm talking to. But uh, I was not addressing you at that point. So there you go. Just in case you were, you know, a little confused by that. Anyway. Speaking of confused, I'm walking by one of my neighbor's houses, so... So my, my one neighbor, and again, when I say neighbor, I mean anybody within a mile of me, because that's, that's what you call neighbors in the country, all right? Not just people who live, you know, you know, within, you know, two acres, like you might say in a development. Um, but my one neighbor here, as soon as he got here, he did a big lumberjacking thing and cut down all these these huge trees, which of course wouldn't make sense. I mean, if you don't have trees, why would you be doing the lumberjacking, right? There you go. So, but the car. <clears throat> we got the five finger wave, so that's good. Don't know what that means. I'll have to refer you to a, a show probably many, many episodes ago when we talked about different types of waves that you can get 
in the uh, in the country. The five finger wave, of course, is the full on. Hey, hell, how the heck are you doing? Maybe I'll stop over for for for, uh, for coffee later. It's about as friendly as you get. So, five finger waves are good. Usually around here, you get the four finger wave. The four finger wave, of course, is you get all the all the fingers, but the thumb stays attached to the to the steering wheel. So. That's also incredibly friendly, but uh, but there you go. So, and of course, you know, the fewer the fingers, the less friendly it is. So, you know, you just want to make sure you don't get the one finger wave. So, there you are. So, anyway, a nice little side trip right there. So, so yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But right now, you know, things are good. Um, busy week. You know, it's probably one of the reasons why I mentioned before, you know, you get to, uh, you get to this time of the year and it just seems like you, like, oh, I have X number of weeks until Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff happens. And then you blink three times and it's here. And you're like... Oh, uh, okay. Um, wasn't it just like last week that we were just starting with all this stuff? Man, it probably did feel that way, but this stuff just flies by. So, all right, this is awesome here. This is another Carlos time. All right. If you're not aware of what a Carlos means, Carlos means you're in the middle of a podcast and you stop because you see something that must be taken a picture of. My buddy Carlos is big for that. That's gorgeous. That'll definitely make it to the Instagram later today. So good. All right. Hang on, pop. I know. We're like, why are we stopping? You're like, well, I don't know why we're stopping, daddy. I know. It's easier to put on my other glove, but I have my, I have my super warm... Gloves that we got from Iceland. And, uh, you know, if you ever have the money and the time to travel to Iceland, let me tell you, you want to do it. I would suggest you go in June uh, when it's going to be about as warm in Iceland as it's ever going to get. They've been known to get 70s in Iceland. Uh, But we were there in late June. And I think we had a day... They got into the 60s. And I don't mean like well into the 60s, just got into the 60s. It was like 63 or something that day. Um, most days we were there was in the upper 50s and cloudy. So, um, yeah, um, it is an appropriately named country. Because <laughs> it doesn't get hot there. So, but it's a neat country to see. And if literally the only thing you do is you fly into Keflavik because they basically have one city, or at least one thing we would call a city here in the U.S., and that's Reykjavik. But Reykjavik doesn't have an airport. It does, but it's a, it's a small, and I mean small, regional-sized airport. So if you're flying around Iceland, you can fly into Reykjavik. If you're taking a big jet... 
you have to fly into Keflavik. Keflavik is 45 minutes away by bus. So they have a nice shuttle that you can pick up. It's not free, but it's not expensive. Um, more on that later. Uh, that you can pick up at the airport. Um, which is called the fly car. Even though, yes, it's a bus. It's not a car. Um, and that'll pick you up in a Wi-Fi enabled bus. And they will, you know, they put a little tape in and it narrates, uh, you know, where you are, what are you seeing? Uh, it narrates it of course in Icelandic, uh, and also in English, but the English is really cool because of course it's not English the way an American or a British person would say English. It's like, it sounds like a Russian trying to speak British English. That's what it sounds like. So, it's a bizarre mixture um, of, uh, of accents. So, but it's cool. Um, and you can understand it. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's perfectly understandable. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's neat. So, uh, you hear all this gobbledygook. That's the, uh, the Icelandic. Um, and then after that, you hear all the English translations. So you need to understand one of those two languages in order to understand what's going on in that bus. But I know most people in Iceland speak English. Uh, if you reach some older folks, so 60s or older at this point, uh, you might have some trouble with people who uh, don't speak English real well. But everybody, you know, certainly 50s and younger, they all, they're all bilingual. Um, they're probably trilingual. Um, they probably speak English, of course, Icelandic, and probably Norwegian. That's probably the, the next most common language uh, that we learned that an Icelandic person will learn. Because um, I believe Iceland to Norway is like, a, it's like an hour and a half, two hours tops in a plane, and you're in Norway. So, and not a long flight, because, you know, it's five hours from, from New York, to get to Iceland, so you do most of the travel from this side of the pond, so there you go. Alright, told you it was going to be a short walk, Pop, we got to turn around here. Daddy's got things to do. So yeah, so I got the house to myself this week because my lovely wife is taking some well-deserved vacation time away from work, so she's getting a nice two-week vacation. And for most of the first week, she's in Florida. She left yesterday. She got a friend that lives outside of Orlando, a place called Winter Park, which I love the name. That'd be a great name though for a place to live in Florida because, yeah, you never get winter. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, okay, you know, it's like saying, where do you live? I live in Heatwave, Alaska. Oh, Okay. That's a fun name, you know? Yep. Where do you live? I live in hotter than hell, Montana. Oh, okay. Although Montana, Montana does get warm. Right? They actually do get warm, but Alaska, not so much. So, there you go. Anyway. You know, but, you know. Surf City, Vermont. You know, that kind of thing. 
could have all kinds of fun with that stuff, couldn't you? So, anyway, she's down there visiting her friend. So, literally this morning, uh, where she is right now, twice as warm as it is here. It's 53 in Winter Park this morning. It's 26 here, so. She's definitely getting some nice weather. And for my wife's sake, she doesn't really like warm weather. So pretty much once you get above, you get north of 80, my wife is already like, it's too hot. Um, so that's more of the opposites attract. Because, you know, she's kind of like the, the snow miser. <laughs> if you remember the old show back in 74, the year without a Santa Claus. And I'm definitely the heat miser. So, I never want to know a day below 60 degrees. So, there you are. And she doesn't want to know anything that... uh, Snow miser doesn't want to see anything above 40. And my wife is not that crazy. But, but yeah, um, pretty much she doesn't want to know a day above 80 degrees. 80 degrees is even too warm. You know, mid-70s and she's good. That's pretty much where she wants to stop. So, but they're kind of having some cool weather in Florida this week. So I think she's only going to be about mid to upper 70s. She's not going to see any 80s this week. At least they're not forecast to see any. So, um, so that's cool. I'm happy for her. I'm happy she's, uh, she's getting a nice vacation. She'll be down there with her buddy today and tomorrow and most of Friday. And she has a light flight home. Actually, she actually ends up taking the same, I don't know if it's the same plane, but it's basically the same flight that she took to come down. Uh, if you ever notice some of these things with some of these flights, you know, they have a flight between like one city and another. And then it turns around and goes back to that same city after it uh, drops off people at the city it just landed at. You might notice that, like, the numbers are, like, one different. So, you know, if your flight was, you know, 123 going south, it's 124 going north. Things like that. Just kind of note that it, this is the same plane. It's just, this is its route back and forth. So this is the thing, so... She took the flight down that got her down there in six. And I'm pretty certain that what she'll end up doing on Friday is getting back on that plane that just came down from here. Actually, D.C. is where she flew out of. And then it'll take her right back up to D.C. So, so there it is. So, there it is. What else? Well, tell you one more thing as I'm thinking about it here and I'm loving and it's this right here hear that that's called no wind it has been incredibly windy here last couple of days so while I'm not a huge fan of the cold I like it better if there's no wind I know found this in in Syracuse, we were definitely dealing with lots of cold days. You know, that, you know, sometimes it was easier to take 
you know, the, uh, the 22 degree sunny and no wind day than it was to take the 32 degree day that had a 10 mile breeze or the 35 degree day that had a 10 mile breeze and still felt warmer than 22 degrees with the wind chill, but it just, with the wind, it just feels like it goes right through you. So, you know, interesting how that works. At least it is to me. So, and if it's not, well, you're coming for the ride with me, aren't you? So there it is. No apologies. Sorry, not sorry. So, anyway. Um, so what else do we have to chat about? Um, I think we got everything. So, um. Oh, yeah. So, uh, one last thing. So, for the race. So, I looked at my Hanson's book. And, uh. I'm going to be using the Hanson's plan again for uh, for Myrtle Beach. Again, not planning on doing a PR, uh, but I do want to be well-trained, or at least as well-trained as I can be in the amount of time that I have, which is about, I think it's about 14 weeks, maybe 15 now, since I have an extra week added. Um, so the total Hanson's plan looks for 18 weeks to have you fully trained. But what I decided I was going to do is I was going to start the plan in two weeks when I could start running. Um, But I would start the early part of the plan um, next week by walking. So if it says, you know, you have to do a three-mile run, I was just going to do a three-mile walk, you know. And on the weekend, when it says you have to do a four-mile run, I'm just going to do a four-mile walk. So I do all the running as walking until I can do the running. But since I can run next week, I may just wait until Friday um, and uh, just start that plan Friday. Same thing, though, you know, walking until I'm... uh, have the ability to do it as a uh, as a run, and then instead of going straight into running, because again, Hanson's you don't do any run walk stuff. There's no ratio; it's a straight run. That's the expectation. Um, but I will end up doing a ratio for probably the first two weeks, just to make sure I don't put too much stress on myself and give myself a chance to really be ready to actually run. So, there it is. So, that's the plan. Um, Again, I've mentioned this before. The thing that's nice about this Hanson's training, particularly now, and this is always the issue with Galloway, is that we're going to be coming into that time of the year where my area is going to get crap weather. Now, if you live in Winter Park, not so much. You're coming into that time of year, you probably look forward to training. This is like your great training weather. And until about mid-March, and then it starts to get hot. But here, we get crap. We get frozen crap that falls from the sky and makes it difficult, if not impossible, to run on the roads outside. Or... You know, you get these wind chills, like we're not getting today, which is great. Um, that makes it just too cold. Um, I have a cutoff, 
and uh, that's 20 degrees. Um, I've run in colder. It's no fun. Um, so yeah, if nature can't provide me 20 degrees outside, it's the treadmill. And that's where the Galloway thing, just the wheels fall off. Yes, you can press buttons back and forth, back and forth to do a run walk, but it's a pain in the ass. Let's just be quite honest. It's a gigantic pain in the ass to do that. Um, I don't need an arm workout. I need a leg workout and a lung workout for my running. So my arms really shouldn't be doing that much if I'm using proper form. So with Hanson's though, since it's a straight run, it's all I need to do. I just get on the treadmill, and if it says I need to do three miles, I do three miles on the treadmill. I've still done my run, even if it is garbage outside. So I'm hopeful, fingers crossed underneath my uh, Icelandic mittens, that that should mean that I'm not going to have any glitches with my training over the winter. Because around here, generally speaking, we get through the first 10 days of January without any super severe weather. Again, that could change tomorrow, but generally speaking, that's what happens here. And then once you get to around like the 10th or the 11th of January, winter shows up with a vengeance. It's here for six weeks. Um, the roads are icy, the roads are crappy. They're hard to run on. It's a good chance you're gonna, you're gonna fall and break something because they're slippery as hell because uh, they don't do a particularly good job at cleaning them. They basically just wait for the sun to melt everything, um, which is fine if you live in Florida or someplace where the sun will get warm enough to do that effectively for you, but not so much here. So, so uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of days when I was strictly Galloway that I couldn't train because it's just, it's a pain in the butt to do on a treadmill. I can't run outside because of the conditions and then you just lose a day of training um so we'll see what we'll see so anyway i think that's enough for right now i'm gonna uh go ahead and stop this here 26 minutes that sounds like a podcast if you have something to listen to something to respond to something like that so there you go awesome all right there's mail going down the road okay gracious all right. Well, hang on. The whole the whole crew is here. So my cat Elvis has showed up to uh, apparently give us a little walk back to the house. Poor kitty is starved for attention. She said it's been it's been chilly here with all the wind, so she's been spending a lot of time in the garage, which is where she lives, and she doesn't live outside because she's otherwise an outdoor cat. Technically, she's not even our cat. She's just kind of claimed us. And rather than let her starve to death, which is otherwise what probably would have happened, we've just decided, you know, we'll feed you, but we don't technically own you, cat. So there it is. All right. That's it. That's all I got. We'll stop here. Be well. Be safe. When I have something else to say, I'll say it. But until then, ciao.